Welcome back to Edgework here on the Hammer Betting Network, a daily live NHL show Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Today is Friday, March 31st. I said it to yesterday to so money and Russ, but now that opening day has officially gone uh, and passed us by in the MLB. It's like we're right into the mix of things here, Rob. Uh, MLB underway. We're getting closer to the NBA playoffs, closer to the NHL playoffs here. The Masters coming up around the corner. The Final Four in March Madness. Like, this is just prime time in sports right now. How was your opening day yesterday for MLB? It was pretty solid, but it ended with me sweating a bunch of shots on goal props in the NHL last night, which I don't know how this always happens to me, but like I never win a shots on goal prop easily and I don't lose them like in devastating fashion either. It's not like I take an over three and a half and the guy gets no shots. I got uh, I got shafted by a, a stat correction on Jason Zucker, lost his over shots on goal. I had Vinny Trocek under two and a half. And he had zero with about six minutes left in the game and had to sweat it out with uh, with the empty net. Lots of sweats last night, but uh, ultimately it was a good day. I'm happy baseball's back. I'm just happy we could bet on a bunch of things, really. Uh, but yeah. first and foremost on the ice, because that's my bread and butter. Yeah, so we will get into each of the games here today. We'll break down all four of those, uh, talk about those. If you have any questions about them, make sure to send them in the chat. And I do want to remind people, uh, if you saw yesterday, like so money was holding up on the screen, the smash it sign. If you're watching this right now and you haven't hit that like button, it's time to smash that like button. Smash the like button, hit subscribe here on the channel uh, to uh, help support us uh, here on the Edgework Show. Um, yesterday, as Insight saying, nice work yesterday, boys. Russ 2-0 on props now. Russ, Rob, I think you you tuned in yesterday. I saw you in the comments there. Russ now uh, adding on. He's going to become our, our second prop expert that we have. We're going to be able to d divide it up between the Tuesday and Thursday show, uh, the props that were given out there. So Russ now 2-0 on the props. But Russ yeah, props. I, <laughs> Rusty props, yeah. I <laughs> I had to deal with that yesterday as well. I gave out that Morgan Frost over one and a half. Uh, he had one shot in like the first five minutes, and then uh, the Flyers were held to five shots total until about uh, like three minutes into the third period, and then they went into OT with even just eleven shots on goal. So Cam's Talbot special there, but... last night for Ottawa. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, but uh, all right, we will get into these games here today. And just a reminder to anybody, if you want to see the props that were given out yesterday, the bets that won yesterday, as we did have ourselves a successful night on the ice in our NHL betting, um, you can see all the picks that were given out throughout the course of the day, throughout the course of the season so far here on the BetStamp app, which you can find in iOS, Android, and as well on web. If you're looking for us specifically, you can go to the Find Better section and you can look for us as Edgework HQ, looking at all the picks. Look at that 23% ROI yesterday on six picks, uh, four and two. So pretty good day to keep things rolling. Pretty good Saturday last Saturday. Uh, and then we've gone through and had ourselves a pretty good week. But uh, the easiest way to improve as a sports better is to use multiple sportsbook and sportsbooks and always get the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like Betstamp to do so. Betstamp compares odds across every sportsbook for games, futures, and player props. You can save time and money by checking Betstamp before you bet. You can download the app today or sign up on web as well. If you are looking to sign up for a new sportsbook, if Rob mentions a sports book here today brings it up on screen that you haven't signed up yet for you haven't opened an account yet for then please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash 
edge work or you can hit the link in the description of this stream here today that we're doing right now so you can sign up through this page it helps support the show but uh we'll get into the the games here we'll break all these down and i'm seeing some comments in the chat here so uh kevin phillip giving me a helping me out here give me a helping yeah. hand <laughs> yeah i mean so. It happens. It, it, it's sports betting. I mean, we, we play pretty high volume on this show. We've turned a decent ROI over the course of the year. It's going to happen. You win some, you lose some. L look at the Jake Gensel one last night, right? Jake Gensel, I think, had one shot going into the third period, and he scored a goal, I think, in the third. And then on top of that, I think he, he put a useless shot on net with like two minutes left in the game, and you cash it. So that that's what the, the randomness with this stuff, it's like it's not lost on us for sure. But over time, we expect to make on these so let's do it. yes yes and uh so money here saying hi guys big fan can we talk about the oilers this morning rob i'll i'll leave it to you here because i have to talk about the oilers with so money each time i do the show with him which is at least twice a week so i'll give this one over to you where are you at on the oilers right now are we all oilers i'm so <laughs> conflicted on this because um i'm a horrible horrible person and my best friend <laughs> is a huge Edmonton Oilers fan. And to see the Oilers have success before the Leafs would break my heart. But I've wagered on the Oilers to win the Cup, to win the West. We've talked about it on the show for months now. I, I think that they, I mean, we, we saw a good, you know, a, a playoff matchup last night or an early preview with the Oilers and Kings. It was a pretty evenly yes. matched game. But the Oilers have that top-end talent, and Connor McDavid is just so good. And people are like, oh, they're so reliant on their power play. You know what happens in the playoffs? Teams actually get more power plays. People don't realize this because they think, oh, it's so tight. The refs swallow their whistles. Well, they do because they don't call everything that should be called. But there's actually more power plays in the playoffs in the regular season. So anyone who's like, oh, this team's so reliant on their power play, okay, they are. But they're so much better than every other power play in the league. Like, it's it's absurdly yeah. good. So uh, I'm I'm a big believer in the Oilers. As long as Stuart Skinner holds his form, which is a question mark, obviously, once you, you, you know, you have that first career playoff stint or, or whatever. But, man, they're, they're, they're a good team, and uh, it's, it pains me on a nightly basis to, to root for them. But, uh, man, <laughs> give me an Oilers-Leafs cup. I would, I, would, I would love for that to happen. Yeah, that would be uh, all-time excitement here, especially in, in Canada. And, uh, you know, I got to ask you this, actually, before we get into the games, just a quick side note. We see these people that tweet at us. I get it. I see you get it. I've seen the same things come up in your feed. People will start tweeting being like, well, Canada hasn't won a Stanley Cup in a long time. Do you care? Like but, I do not care. I want the, the Leafs to win the cup. I don't. I actually would rather the other teams not win the cup. Bingo. So any <laughs> for the Americans out there who are watching, it's a pretty even split on this show of Americans and Canadians. But for the Americans who are out there that are watching, and the ones that think that they're gonna get under like my skin by like, oh no, you know, a, an American team has won the Grey Cup. <laughs> I saw more that recently. <laughs> Then a Canadian team has won the Stanley Cup. I'm gonna I'm gonna clue you in on something with the Canadian franchises. Okay, once your team is out, you root against the rest of the Canadian teams. There yeah. is no chance you want another Canadian team 
to win the Stanley Cup. So this is not like some sort of, oh, like this is like we're owning you guys and this and that. It's like, no, I don't <laughs> care. If the Leafs don't win the Cup, you think I like I'm going to cheer for my bets next. But I'm not I'm not cheering for the Senators in the playoffs. Remember the Habs made the run a couple years ago. Are, are you insane? Nobody no. does this. When I say nobody, it's a very select few of people that are like, support. we're going to support the country. No, that's not the way it works. So this like this whole notion of like, owning the canadians we don't care no i care if the leafs win that's it that's it yeah yeah and i can say too like i know that specifically that year that the habs went on a run they beat the leafs in the first round game seven finishes up one of my buddies is a habs fan and i'm getting videos of him he was out in montreal partying sending me videos of him screaming at me like F you, the Leafs suck, like all this stuff. You think I wanted them to have success moving forward? No shot, no shot. Did not want to see that at all. But yeah, I just needed to get that off my chest and ask you where you were at on that because I'm like, I don't care. I've seen it like last night and this morning. You have like uh, you have like levels, right? I think every every sports fan, it's not even just a Canadian sports fan, but Canadian hockey fan is going to have like levels to their Canadian teams. So for me... The Habs and the Senators cannot win a cup. Like, that's devastating. That's like, <laughs> yes. I don't want to get out of bed type of stuff. De- pure depression mode, right? Then, like, the, op- the opposite end of that, I don't mind Winnipeg. Like, Winnipeg has, like, they're not going to win the cup. But if they did, all right. Like, I'm not going to. It'll suck that they did it before the Leafs. But. It is what it is. Calgary, I don't mind Calgary. Vancouver, I can't stand Vancouver. There's like a Vancouver-Toronto rivalry. There has been for a long time, right? So it really just depends on the team specifically. But no, like this is this is not the own that people think it is when they're tweeting at me. Oh, like a Canadian team suck, haven't won a cup. Who cares? Great. I mean, if it's not yeah. the Leafs, who cares? I don't give a shit. Yeah. And then also seeing here, like Insight bringing up, most players are Canadian, says, I don't know if this stat's correct, but 44.5% of the NHL players are Canadian. Uh, and then M, uh, Halbany, MH Albany says, as an American, what annoys me about the Canadian teams, most of them have been mismanaged for decades and will root against them. Toronto's been smarter in recent years, though. So, yeah, and then Jordan Most saying, the Red Wings are my senator slash yeah. So. Yeah, there you go. Everyone kind of has it. So there's the teams that you don't want to win. You never want to see them win. That's kind of th- what we have. The thing that will really suck for Canadians, and listen, I'm Canadian, national pride or whatever, but some people go like are way overboard on this stuff. Like it, it, for the World Junior Hockey Championships that happen um, right after Christmas every year, right? A lot of Canadians go absolutely nuts for this stuff. It's you know a bunch of 17-year-old hockey players playing in a tournament. No one else in the world even cares about this stuff. Canadians go nuts. Yeah. The reckoning is coming, coming for Canada at some point. The U.S. will surpass Canada in terms of overall talent. It's going to happen over time. We're, maybe, we're, we're not far from it, but 10 to 20 years from now, with the amount of the population of the U.S., the amount of players that are playing now, it's inevitably going to happen. And that's going to be like an extreme pain point for a lot of Canadians, right? When it's like now the U.S. is on par or better than Canada at hockey, that's going to be a tough one for a lot of people. But that's coming. And that's going to be like, that's how you stab a Canadian in the heart, right? It's when it's at the national level 
and the U.S. beats Canada, yes. not at the team level where it's like, yeah, who cares? Enough, yeah. enough, yeah. Um, all right, as we move forward here, we'll get into these games. Uh, Claudio saying, why can't I see the plays on Betstamp from Edgework? So we do make them private until the start of the games here. Uh, once they the games start, you will be able to see what we've uh, bet on, what the picks are. You can see all the history of all the picks that we've given out on the show throughout the course of this entire season. You can see the numbers that we played them at, what times we locked them in at, and the unit sizes that we've bet them at as well. But transparently the reason that they are locked until game time or until the the plays actually get underway is because we would like and encourage people to go and watch the show we give the picks out throughout the course of the show and then i will recap them all at the very end go through every single game that we've bet what unit sizes what odds we took them at and uh, specifically what we're betting at the very end of the show for each bet that we've given out during the show and we would much prefer people go and watch that because if people don't watch the show, then we can't continue to do the show. So if you want the picks to keep coming, then you got to watch the show because that's the only way that we can do so. It is a cycle that way. That is, that's the honest answer of why yep. they are locked until game time. I mean, it, it has to be this way just for the exact reason that Zach mentioned, right? We post on Betstamp and we will continue to track on Betstamp third-party verification because it's important to me that we're honest and transparent with the audience, right? Like, I obviously want to win money on this show. That's the whole goal. We want to win everybody money, tailing plays. But you, as a viewer, should know whether we are winning or losing. Or you can sort by different days of the week. Are we winning on player props or you know, on totals or whatever? We're giving you the power to basically look at the history of the show and decide what you want to tail, if you want to fade, whatever you want to do. The challenge is if we post those in real time, we get about half the viewership on this show. And then as Zach said, we get to a point in the year where we're like, why are we going to do the show anymore if we're only yeah. going to draw this amount of viewership? So that's that's the honest answer for everyone out there. I wish it didn't have to be that way. But if those picks are up there, you guys know a lot of you in the chat probably would just go right there right away. Grab the pick yeah. and that's it. So we do recap at the, honestly, if you just want to spend one minute every day and you, you know, bet stamps, the, the, the picks are, are hidden, depending ones, just come to the YouTube channel, watch the video. We recap at the end of every single day. You can scroll right to the end. You'll get the big screen with everything that we locked in. It will take literally one minute of your time, but you can help support us in that way because at least we get the view. Yes. And I will diligently go through the picks that were given out, say them multiple times so that people can uh, get the right numbers, get the right games, all that kind of stuff as we go through. But Rob, enough of that. Let's get into the games here today. We do have four games, uh, three picks that we're looking at here for tonight. So we'll start in the first one going to the east here. New York Rangers on the road taking on the Buffalo Sabres. The Rangers right now, third in the Metro. They are four points back of the Devils after a loss to the Devils the other night. A little bit of a four-point swing in that one. They've got the same number of games played as the New Jersey. Uh, five points back of the Carolina Hurricanes at this point. Uh, you're looking at them trying to catch up into that division. We saw them closing the gap on both teams there over the last little while now. 7-2-1 and one in their last 10 
22-9-6 on the road. This team looks like they're gelling offensively since the acquisitions of Patrick Kane and Tarasenko just from looking at box scores after the fact, but it's one thing where we've come here and discussed and Moretto was adamant about it first and foremost about how the Rangers are still frauds, uh, but tonight you're looking at the Rangers, Sabres going head-to-head what would you be looking at in this game? Would you be looking to back a side or would you lean towards uh, a total more so? So I, I have a lean in this game, but I'm personally not going to bet it. And here's why. Uh, Devin Levi starting for the Buffalo Sabres in goal. And they're pretty excited about this kid in Buffalo. Making his NHL debut tonight, he's posted a 933 save percentage in college this year. So very good college goaltender. That doesn't mean it always translates to success in the NHL. My lean is to the over in this game, but because it's a goaltender starting his first career game, you tend to see teams play a little bit differently in front of that goaltender as well. Now, with the Rangers, we're, it, it's the same conversation pretty regularly, right? Because they've consistently been in the bottom half of expected goals all season long. You look at their expected goals this year, 49.7% at even strength, but their special teams is really good. Their penalties kill has been really good. Their power play has been really good. And you don't want to typically rely on that going into the playoffs, but it's offsetting a lot of their average play at even strength. Good goaltending, Igor Shesterkin, even Yaroslav Halak, who's probably starting tonight, has had a very good season as a backup. So you have that. The thing with the Sabres in, in particular, they've fallen off you know, three and seven, their last 10 games or whatever. They've allowed 36 goals in the last 10 games, right? And the whole thing with Buffalo is that they are very content as a team to trade chances. And they've been doing that for a large majority of the year. And when that doesn't work out, they get shelled because, you know, you have a dip in shooting percentage over the course of five, six, seven games. You just can't buy a goal. You're going to get killed if you're trading, you're trading chances, especially with teams who have better goaltending than you all around. So that's been the issue for Buffalo. Typically, I would see this as a very open-ended game. I would expect the Rangers to have success on special teams. But with the uncertainty at goaltender for the Sabres, I'm not going to pretend to know who Devin Levi is or how to project him going forwards. I like to watch these guys a little bit in the, in the NHL before I get involved. Strong lean to these overs. Pinnacle's already moved up to seven, but there's every other book six and a half. Uh, score bet is hanging a, a, a very off market number six and a half over minus 110 there which I mean if you have access in Ontario I would definitely hit that but aside from that I don't think there's much to do here sit back wait see if this Devin Levi kid is the real deal and then we can attack the Sabres games going forwards yeah and uh, I'm seeing here like Ryan Johnson saying Levi is legit but this also would tie into what Mike Bromberg here is saying saw basically all of his college starts kid is going to be great yeah. that's the extent of what we've seen right we've seen him in college we saw him uh he was the canadian world junior goalie we saw him there don't know how that's going to translate going forward so don't know how it turns into when you become an nhl player go in there and have to play big nhl minutes or against top teams like the new york rangers here never really know um i laughed at this one when i saw this comment in the chat Kevin Phillips saying, should I pick up Levi and start him in my fantasy <laughs> championship game? 
this one is one of those ones to me that it was like if I was the guy playing the person who picked up Devin Levi, you know for sure he'd have himself like uh, an all-time NHL historic fifty-four save shutout. <laughs> yes, but Kevin, if I were the person to pick him up myself, uh, he would get lit up in the first period, eight goals against, and get yanked. So um, no advice there for me on that one. Uh, but yeah, fair enough. So we have a lean towards uh, the over six and a half in this one. Um, but uh, Rob, I saw this yeah. question in the chat here. You want to get to this? You want to answer this? <laughs> yeah, let, let, let's sort of. So ju- just out of full transparency, the Friday show typically in the past had been myself and Andy McNeil at Digital Gambler on Twitter. Uh, is he recovering from a Red Bull bender? Uh, no, he's doing just fine. Uh, Andy's just working on a different project right now altogether, which is consuming a lot of his time. Uh, hopefully we can get him back at some point on the show. He's a, he's a friend of mine. I interact with him literally almost every day. So would like to have him back at some point, but he's got something big in the works on his own. Uh, asked for some time, totally fine with that. So just so people know where Andy's been, I'd love to have him back at some point. And as soon as he wants to come back or has the time to come back, then we'll definitely have him back on the Friday show. Yeah, I talked to him as well. I've seen some of the stuff that he's up to with that. And uh, I don't know if people were watching yesterday, you would have seen him here in the chat just lurking around. So he was, he's around. That's what he does, he's a lurker. <laughs> he's a lurker. Uh, but another important question here in the chat before we move on with these games. Claudio asking, do you guys also do MLB? Claudio, you are in luck. We do do MLB, not Rob and myself, but here on the Hammer Betting Network, we do. If you want to go check out uh, uh, the daily live MLB show, you like the NHL content, you like the NBA content, well, easy for you. You can go over to the Call to the Pen YouTube channel and find our daily MLB show with John Legaza from The Athletic doing picks and previews, taking a unique approach to every game, looking at game props, sides, totals, player props, all that kind of stuff, breaking them down before the games go live every single day, Monday through Friday, throughout the entire MLB season. That launched yesterday, the first one. Rob, I believe he went 2-0 and on the picks that he gave out yesterday, so a uh, decent start to opening day. I might be wrong in that. I know he started the first one with uh, Jay's team total over 3.5. Uh, that so that cash was in the a, first uh, inning that one yeah <laughs> cash in the first inning yeah so that was a good day for him yesterday but yes that'll be live there on the Colts of the Pen YouTube channel so please make sure to go check that out so yes we do have an MLB show it started yesterday for those who don't know anything about John Legaza don't look him up or anything just watch the show today at noon Eastern on the Call to the Pen YouTube channel. And I will guarantee you will watch shows for the remainder of the season. He is a one of a kind person in the term, in terms of the energy that he brings, the way that he speaks about baseball and also the amount that he knows about baseball in general. So I can't speak highly enough about the guy. And obviously we'll track on bet stamp as well for the entirety of the year at call to the pen. Um, But he is a a super solid dude. Um, And, and I mean, I'll be tailing for the majority of the season. As someone who no longer originates baseball myself, I'd be happy to to back John. Yeah, it is a very uh, high-energy, exciting show to watch, so I definitely recommend that as well. But uh, moving on here with the NHL games that we have tonight, Rob, I know you don't have a play in this next one. I'm just kind of curious, any thoughts on this? Maybe why don't you have a play here? If we're looking at the Detroit-Winnipeg game, 
what's happening between these teams and this Winnipeg team. I mean, I'm looking at them, waiting for them to essentially fall out of a playoff spot at this point mm-hmm. here. You're seeing their coach calling them out, uh, seeing just uh, struggles over uh, as of late on a two-game losing streak here. Most important time, you need these points. Even Nashville is in a position here where they could potentially jump Winnipeg. Like, What is going on and why do you not have any plays here in this Winnipeg-Detroit game? So I make the number Winnipeg minus 209, uh, which is 67.7% to win. So lean ever so slightly to Detroit. That's about a half a percentage edge on the Detroit Red Wings. I typically don't play edges that small. I'm looking for like one, one and a half percent or larger. Uh, But I, I could never lay this price with Winnipeg. I know they've been a lot better at home than on the road this year, but they just do not score enough to justify laying these types of prices. I mean, the Detroit plus one and a half is somewhat appealing to me as well. FanDuel minus 115, best number in market. But I think it's a fairly accurately priced game. You consider the back-to-back for the Red Wings. Winnipeg, again, they, 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 they leave a lot to be desired pretty regularly. You get the East versus West matchup, which is always concerning with the way that those have gone for the majority of this season as well. But I would need this number to drift out a little bit more to be interested in Detroit. And like I said, I mean, this is just not going to be Winnipeg. They're, you, you look at, at their struggles recently, especially over the course of the last two months, they can't put the puck in the net. And to lay minus 240 roughly on a team that cannot score regularly, that is just a, a proposition that I, I do not want to have uh, over the long run. So Detroit or nothing, but as of now, it's nothing. And I would be surprised if this line drifts a whole lot higher. Right. Yeah, this in what well, Winnipeg team is interesting to watch. Um, I, I mean, last year they had their struggles. Get rid of the coach. Get rid of the captaincy from Blake Wheeler. You hear Pierre Luc Dubois is basically a foot out the door. Logan Stanley, who's a guy who's not even playing, requests a trade at the deadline, and then his team's all of a sudden going out and acquiring players. Like they're improving going into the playoffs. You have Connor Hellebuck, and that can kind of fix all. But level of play, the way that they've been playing recently, it's been. Uh, falling off a little bit so not too great there uh detroit uh on batano here as insight is saying at plus 220 would that be something you'd be interested in there rob 220 would be pretty close to borderline so if i just plug in 220 quickly uh 1.1 edge on a 220 dog i mean it, honestly probably not um, I, I would set an alert for 225, and that would be my entry point. I, I don't think we're going to get it, and honestly, it's no sweat off my back if we don't. Um, right. I love to bet the NHL. I love to have volume, but I also don't like to force plays either. So um, 225 target for the Red Wings. For sure. Well, this next game that we're looking at here, we're going out to the West with Calgary-Vancouver, and we're not going to have to force a play in this one. We're looking to follow suit with Russ's uh, strong props week. You're looking at a prop between the Calgary Flames here tonight and the Vancouver Canucks. Which prop are we looking at and why? So I do think that this is going to be a pretty wide-open game because all Vancouver games since Rick Tockett has taken over as head coach have been these wide-open games. And... The, the style of both these teams has kind of changed as the year has gone on, especially with Chris Tanev, uh, who's probably not going to play again with an upper body injury out for Calgary. They lose that shutdown guy. It's made things a little bit more open overall. So if these teams had played like two months ago, you're not, you're looking at a six and a half total juiced under rather than over. 
the market is now adjusted to the way that these teams are playing. But one player I don't think that they've adjusted to enough, period, is Tyler Toffoli. Calgary Flames, Tyler Toffoli playing on the first line. Last couple games, one shot, two shots. His ice time has been down. I think that's just been a product of the game state and how that's played out. These can be books, Bet Rivers, Unibet, North Star in Ontario, all have the two and a half at um, minus 135 on the over. I like this quite a bit. Uh, Toffoli does shoot the puck a lot. Some of the issues that he misses in the net a lot, his Corsi uh, per 60 is much higher than his uh, shots for per 60, but 12.29 individual shots for per 60 minutes since the trade deadline. Playing on line one, he plays the point on the power play as well. I, I honestly thought, I think the, the minus 150s and the minus 155s are fine here as well, but do yourself a service. Uh, don't do yourself a disservice and bet a worse price when these minus 135s are out there. So we'll go ahead and lock in Tyler Toffoli over two and a half, minus 135. I think fair value on this is closer to minus 165. And if you see a book here that you haven't signed up for, if maybe you look at Bet Rivers, North Star, Barstool, uh, Unibet, and you think to yourself, well, I don't have that one yet, I could take advantage, you could sign up for it at the BetStamp at the link betstamp.app slash edgework. You can also find that link in the description of the video here to sign up for those books does help support the show. So if that's uh, something you need to do as you are looking at these prices come up and saying, oh, that's better than what I'm seeing. There you go. Betstamp.app slash edgework. Easy way to sign up for these books. I mean, listen, I just full disclosure to the audience, obviously bet within your li limits. I'm very supportive of, uh, supportive of, you know, responsible gaming, you don't want to go too nuts, have, you know, 20 sportsbook accounts that you can't manage and betting way in over your head. But all of these prices matter. Like these cents, like look at tonight, right? If we lose that bet, I don't want to lose that bet. But let's say you're a $100 better and we lose Tyler Toffoli tonight and we bet it at Bet Rivers. We lost 135. We lose it somewhere else. We've lost my, we've lost 150 bucks, 155 bucks. Like that's 15, $20 different just on, a hundred dollar bet and like it adds up over time right so i'm not saying you know go to 20 different sports books and sign up to all of them i mean if you can you can but pick three four five with different line sets put money into those books when you watch edge work on a weekly basis or daily basis and you see oh this book constantly has the best line this one throw some money into that book so that you always have it available to you whenever you want to make a bet and honestly that's just a, a sound piece of advice I mean, if, think about it in your day-to-day -day life, right? If you went to a grocery store and the same product was on, on the shelf, but five bags of regular potato chips and one of them was 50 cents cheaper than everything else, you probably ask yourself, why is this 50 cents cheaper than everything else? But let's pretend this is a, a perfect world. You would obviously pick that one up off the, the counter. So do the same with sports betting. It, it matters. Like it really, really makes a difference. Yeah, it, it does. And I can tell you, even as someone who was betting smaller and started developing it and growing uh, with the sports betting, growing bankroll from it, it makes it a whole lot easier to uh, win more and lose less on bets as well. Like that's the other way to go about that. There is you find a couple extra cents on a game that you're not going to find on another book or on the book that you were using before. It becomes a whole lot easier to go about it that way uh, because you just add a couple cents to each win that you have or you lose a couple cents less each time you lose in those ones. So um, 
Shane Spellman saying, does Backlund fit that logic as well? Similar individual uh, framework, Fenwick, Fenwick. contribution yep. at minus 143. So the, the, the challenge is this, right? There, there are certain players, and yes, I kind of think he does, Shane, by the way, but I prefer to look at just the shots for numbers because there are guys that are always going to have a higher Fenwick contribution, but they either miss the net a lot, they get their shots blocked a lot, and there's some people that are just better at getting it through to the net. Like, we're betting shots on goal here. We're not betting Fenwick for the game. So I do agree he does fit that mold, but I prefer to Foley. And I, I did look at Backlund in this spot as well. So I don't hate the play, uh, especially, again, Canby Books, minus 143. No issue with that, but uh, my preference is to Toffoli for this one. Fair enough. I got to remind people before we move on to the last game here that we've got, uh, if you're watching the show right now and you haven't hit the like button, please make sure to do so. We got uh, 60 people watching right now. We only got 20 likes. We're sitting at Unacceptable. a third of the viewers right now. There's no reason for that as we move forward and uh, I mean, go through the last game. It's my fault. Game. It's my fault, Zach. I was gonna, I was gonna outdo so money today and have a huge, smash it sign, and I, <laughs> I, 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 I dropped the ball on my end. So it's completely on me. But yeah, let's get some likes. I, I, I mean, I, I forgot, I forgot the sign. I'm sorry, people. I'm just gonna bring a. Uh, we got to get like those, the Smashville signs we got to get somebody to go to nashville and come back with the smashville signs and then that'll be what we hold up here on the show as we go forward <laughs> holding the smashville signs and there you go russ in the chat russy props as we'll call him going forward Smash i mean billy props makes a lot more sense right <laughs> yeah billy props yeah okay all right that's fair uh and jordan mostly here saying broke my mouse clicking the like <laughs> hopefully you guys can help a brother out <laughs> thank you jordan appreciate it all right final game of the night here Going to the Dallas Stars Arizona Coyotes game. I mean, I know what we're gonna have a bunch of the sickos on the show betting here tonight. And we're gonna be looking at Coyotes minus one and a half on the alt lines. Uh, but <laughs> if we're not trying to go that far, if we're not trying to get that crazy with tonight, Rob, what is a spot that you would be looking in here between Dallas and Arizona, especially considering Dallas in a spot right now, second in the central, three points back in Minnesota, tied for points with Colorado. 6-3-1 in their last 10 coming into this one. Where are we at on Dallas, and uh, where do we stand on this game here tonight between the Stars and the Coyotes? I think there's this false perception that the Stars have fallen off this month. They really haven't. They've played fine. I mean, they're 9-4-1 this month. Really, it's just been Minnesota and Colorado have been playing really well and outpacing Dallas. But the thing with the Stars is their profile in March, especially since the trade deadline where you know every every team kind of made some sort of move one way or another – it's really changed. And like, if I told you Edmonton's the number one highest scoring team in terms of goals per game in the month of March, and I asked you to guess who's number two, we obviously know I'm going to say Dallas now because it's the game we're talking about. But yeah. nobody would say Dallas. And the Stars have scored a lot this month. They've scored a lot. The issue has been that they're giving up goals. I mean, when you look at the season as a whole, they give up 2.73 goals on average. This month alone, 3.29. Now, some of it is a shooting percentage from opponents that is probably a little bit higher than it's going to be going forwards, but also a little bit is just leaky play, and the Stars playing a slightly different style of game than they were playing earlier on in the year. It's a little bit more open for them, probably a little bit more open than they would, than they would like, but now you get tomorrow night where they face the Avalanche. 
I think it's very likely. We don't know yet. But I think Peter DeBoer will probably save Jake Ottinger for the Avalanche tomorrow night. And they'll throw Matt Murray out there tonight. Uh, Scott Wedgwood, is, he's, he has an injury. He's been, been out for a while now. Yeah, the Matt first Murray, time that I heard Matt Murray on this show, I was like, what are we talking about? <laughs> I mean, I, I watched one of the Matt Murray Canucks games. I think both of his starts have been against the Canucks. Gave up eight goals in total, 844 save percentage. He does not look like an NHL caliber goaltender, in my opinion. I like the over in this game. Now, even if Ottinger was to get the start tonight, I honestly still like the over in this game just because of the style play uh the difference in style um some of the market is at five and a half i i prefer the over six at plus 100 um pinnacle offering that i would play the over six all the way up to minus 112 or so uh i think that this is like the wrong juice the wrong way with the way that the stars have been playing and i've kind of been riding stars overs for a bit now market's been slow to catch up they'll probably catch up at some point here but i think this is an opportunity for the stars to continue scoring goals, which they've been doing over the course of the past month. And they've done against the coyotes this season as well. Um, they've had a lot of success. The last time they played in Arizona, they won seven, two. So uh, I, I like the over in this game. I, I think this is mispriced and uh, that's going to be, I guess the, the main market play on edge work today. All right, there you go. So we'll lock that one in uh, over six plus a hundred official play in the Dallas Arizona game. Um, and, if, uh, Daniel, go ahead, Rob. It feels like I, I, every Friday when I do this show, it's always like the late game over in the Western conference, yeah. like a lot of ducks overs, sharks overs. People yeah. think I'm like probably this huge square playing all these <laughs> overs, but yeah, I, I, I market, you know, it's just been slow to catch up to Dallas. Uh, and I, I think by playoff time, they're going to want to get back into the form they were at the beginning of the year, which is maybe like okay, it's nice that we're scoring all these goals right now, but do we want to play this type of game in the playoffs against some of these other high-flying teams, Colorado, you know, Minnesota? Well, Minnesota, I wouldn't call them high-flying necessarily, but pretty well-built overall. And we're kind of in the state now where they're struggling to, to regain that early season um, style of play. Yeah. I uh, also looked up Matt Murray here. Uh, first game was against Chicago, they won 5 2. He had a 905 save percentage. And since then, he's played Vancouver twice in his last yes. two games. Lost 5 2. Uh, oh, Jesus. Uh, 737 save percentage. And then yeah. lost 3 to 1, an 875 save percentage. Uh, in the first one, he faced 19 shots against. And in the second game, he faced 24 shots against. Yeah. Not, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean,. He's he's a third goalie on 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 the stars, right? right? And typically, right. when you have the third goalie playing, in some cases, it might actually be a good goaltender that's just been buried in the in the minors for some reason, youngster or whatever, and they just want to give a veteran the backup spot. But I I watched the five two uh, Canucks game, and he just didn't look sharp. So um, I'm fine with this. I like I said, I I think this should be priced uh, with with the over juiced rather than the under. All right, so to recap picks here today, pull it up on the screen. So anybody uh, listening, I will read them out, tell you the picks, tell you the unit size, as well as tell you the odds on them. And for anybody watching, you can see them on your screen, but I will go through. If people have any questions here last minute, make sure to fire them away in the chat. But uh, here we go for a recap of today's picks. We will start in the Calgary-Vancouver game. 
We're taking Tyler Toffoli over two and a half shots on goal, minus 135. We found that on the Canby books there. Tyler Toffoli over two and a half shots on goal, minus 135. Rob, is there a price that you would play this up to you felt comfortable with playing? I made fair value minus 165 on this prop. So a lot of margin to play this year. Um, And and I don't think any book will move to three and a half. Uh, Typically, they'll just continue to juice the over more and more. But my fair value is minus 165. Do do with that what you will. You can play it up to whatever number you want, but that's where I'm at. Okay, so there you go. First play, Tyler Toffoli, over two and a half shots on goal, minus 135. Full unit on that one. And then second and final play of the night here, we're going to the Dallas Stars, Arizona Coyotes game. We're taking the over six plus 100 full unit on this one as well. That is the Dallas Stars, Arizona Coyotes, over six plus 100. And uh, Rob Price, you'd play this one too? Uh, I make the fair value. Give me one second. It's hard to say for sure because there's a lot of things at play here. You don't know if it's going to be Ottinger or Murray. Uh, you don't know if it's going to be Connor Ingram or uh, Ivan Prozvetov. I, I always mispronounce his name. Uh, but I would say, like, there's a lot of room on this, right? Like, be- worst case scenario for me is Ottinger and Connor Ingram. And at over six plus 100, I have a 4% edge. So, okay. um, and, and I'd be basically projecting six and a half goals in the game there. So, I would say pretty fair amount of room at this point. Um, but if you miss the number now and it moves to like minus 110, then just kind of wait out till later to see what the goaltending matchup is to decide what you want to do. Right. Fair enough. All right, there you go. So those are the two plays today. And then the other one, you were leaning towards the over six and a half um, in the Rangers-Sabres game, but stayed off because we don't know what Devin Levi is. Uh, what We don't know if this guy could have a... Uh, uh, Vesna type performance here tonight. We never really know, but uh, that was the other one. So just so people know for that one in specific, whenever um, I, I, I have these tiers of goalies in my model, right? Um, and I'm using guy for Devin Levi tonight, which just means like he's another guy coming in, right? But if I upgrade him to be average, if you think Devin Levi is an average goaltender in the NHL right now, starting tonight, then I have no edge on the over. If I make him a guy, I have a 1% edge on the over. If I make him awful, which is equivalent to like a Kevin Lankinen, for example, as a, as a backup, then I'd have about a 2.5% edge on the over. So do with that what you will, but it, I don't know what he's going to be. And, and projecting what a, a, a college goalie is going to be in the NHL, it's, it's voodoo. It's almost impossible. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. All right, so quick recap. Toffoli over two and a half shots on goal, minus 135. And the Dallas, Arizona over six plus 100. If you do want to track all the picks that are given out on the show throughout the course of the season, you want to see how we've done, what our record is, what our ROI is, what kind of CLV are we getting here on the Edgework Show, you can go find us on the BetStamp app, which you can find in iOS and Android. You can find us on web as well in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. So go over there and make sure to give us a follow uh, on that account. You can see all the picks throughout this season. Um, and Rob, before we get out of here, there's a one final question here I'll get to. I'll let this one slide. But Insight saying, how about Zabinajad shots on goal at over 2.5 minus 128? I Pull almost 
I almost made the under on Zabanajad a play today, but I I I did not. Um, Mika Zabanajad is not really shooting the puck a whole lot. I mean, 13 games this month, he's played about 240 minutes. He has a 6.3 individual shots for per 60 minutes. Um, this I think is a little bit. The issue is Buffalo just doesn't want to play defense, so that's why I'm, I I kind of laid off on that, and you have to account for the quality of opponent as well when you're betting these props. But I was I considered taking the under at, at like plus one twenty, um, which is still available right now. So I don't like this personally, but uh, I won't be on the other side either. It's just like a stay away from me completely. But I I do lean to the other side. All right, there you go. Final question. We'll wrap it up with that. And again, if you do see any of these sports books up on the screen that you want to sign up for, make sure to go over to betstamp.app slash edgework, or you can also find the link in the description of this video or podcast if you are listening back on podcast platforms. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe here to the Edgework HQ YouTube channel. Just hit that subscribe button, help us out, like this stream, like this video after the fact if you are watching it back later. You can also follow us on Twitter, as you can see there on the screen, at EdgeworkHQ. Tomorrow morning around 12, 12 12.15, we will put out a list of picks from each pick from uh, creators from the Edgework show that you see Monday through Friday. They'll give out their best bet. We'll tweet it out on the show so you guys can uh, follow along and have some bets with us on Saturday, as there is no Saturday show. But you can find those picks there on Twitter, so make sure to follow us on Twitter turn on notifications there as well to see those picks and last reminder that i'll give to people before we get out of here the mlb season is now officially underway opening day kicked off or pitched what what do you say here yeah opening day teed off i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it it was underway yesterday it started yesterday now here we are in getting get into the thick of it as NHL wraps up, NBA wraps up. The only thing left that we're going to be sitting here is Formula One on the weekends, golf on the weekends, and then Monday through Thursday we're going to be sitting there going, what else can we bet on? Well, guess what? You can bet on the MLB, and nobody better to guide you through the MLB betting season than John Legaza, and you can find him over on the Call to the Pen YouTube channel Monday through Friday, 12 Eastern time, breaking down the games for that day, giving you best bets, whether it be for sides, totals, game props, or player props. John Legaza is the man that you want to be watching to hear how he's breaking those games down, what he'll be betting on each day. So make sure to go over to the Cult of the Pen YouTube channel coming up after this at 12 o'clock over there. So make sure you get, get over there and check that out. Rob, Thank you for your time today. Appreciate it. Good luck on the bets tonight. I know we'll uh, we'll sweat out that late game over. <laughs> You'll see some messages from me later in the night as we're following along with what's going on. And uh, maybe maybe we'll just throw in one of those uh, just dunk away bets on uh, Coyotes minus one and a half. Just for fun. Just to see what happens. For a good time. But, yeah, just for a good time. But everyone else, thank you guys so much for tuning in here today. I will see you all back here Monday morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Good luck on your bets tonight. Good luck on your bets this weekend. See you guys back here Monday morning.